Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 20 of Non-Members Only. We are the number one internet audio show on the planet. Facts. Except we don't have any facts. Yeah, we are, we are anti-fact-checking on this. <laughs> Anti-fact. <on> <laughs> We are against all facts. Get out of here with your facts. On this episode, we cover my TSA troubles, the PGA Tour dude bros. And we go through some of our surprising TikTok comments. Let's get into it. Wow. What's up, everyone? Happy National Sticky Bun Day. My name's... Oh, we're not saying names. Nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. No no one cares about our names. (laughs) No one cares. Well... I I just um, want our audience to know that we have been struggling trying to figure out what's wrong with our audio. We don't really know. We still have not figured it out. That's the update. Some, some episodes, it's like super good. It's only mine. It's only mine. Yeah, but that could also be my fault. So we don't necessarily want to blame you. Right. Just apologies in advance if this does not sound good. We try we don't our really best. Know. Yeah. We don't really know until it happens. Try our best and forget the rest. So, um, National Sticky Bun Day. I, fun fact, don't even like sticky buns. Do you like sticky buns? I think so. Like, are we talking like Cinnabon? I guess. I mean, if it was like overflowing with icing, I'd probably think about eating it. But just a sticky bun... Like at the at the at a grocery store bakery? No, thank you. Right, but cinnabons are so good. I just I love. There's something about the cinnamon dough. I'm all about it. Is cinnabon technically a sticky bun, or is it, are they their own category? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a cinnabon. Really? Mm-hmm. It says sticky buns are. You know, they look similar. What's the difference between? <laughs> there's literally a question. What's the difference between sticky buns and cinnamon rolls? I don't. Maybe I'm thinking of cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I don't think a cinnabun is sticky. I mean, it can be with the icing. Sticky buns are a bake are baked in a pan with the nuts and sweeteners on the bottom. Oh, so they stick to the pan. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I like cinnamon rolls. Okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up. this is important yeah we only cover the hard-hitting news on this yes uh internet audio show number one number one internet audio show it's it's that for a reason i mean i changed all of our descriptions on our um like instagram and tiktok to say number one internet audio show good and since then our views have gone up so that's because there's no competition podcast (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's there's no other internet audio shows out there, so you know we're number one. Move over, David Dobrik. Move over, armchair expert Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> we're just naming podcasters. <laughs> so, how was your trip? You just got back from Arizona, right? Yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little rough. We were supposed to get back back home. Like I'm talking driving back from the Newark airport, we still would have arrived home at like eight o'clock because mm-hmm. I wanted to put the kids to bed. And when we checked out of our hotel yesterday morning, so so let's just, let me paraphrase this. We went to Arizona to cheer people on the, at the Mesa Marathon. And we were only there for one full day. And apparently there was also a PGA golf tour. <laughs> What does PGA stand for? Uh, Professional Golf Association. We'll just go with that. Okay. No fact checking on this episode. (laughs) No fact checking on this show, period. (laughs) I'm so sick of fact checkers. I'm so sick of people checking facts and saying truth. There will be none of that here. So it stands for. Just what's in our brains. 
yeah, Professional Golf Association. And um, so that was going on the same weekend as the marathon. And then there was another event. I can't remember what it was. So anyway, the moral of the story is Dan and I are thinking, oh, we're going to be ahead of the crowd. We're going to get up at like 5 a.m., even though our, our flight doesn't leave till like 1145. And the joke was on us because we checked out at like 6 a.m., and right afterward, we got a text saying that our flight was delayed. And then it just kept getting more and more delayed. So we didn't get back till midnight last night. And then we had to be upright and early, you know, to take the kids to school. <laughs> so that started my morning off in a frenzy. Wait, so you have to go all the way to Newark? Yeah. Dang. Unless you want to take like three flights to get there or anywhere for that matter. <laughs> right. You're in, literally in the middle of nowhere. I yeah. Would, I would think like maybe Philly, but no. That's and Philly closer. is such a, I mean, Philly is a great time in the <laughs> airport. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say this with great, this is fact, what I'm about to say. You, you can check it if you want. <laughs> Newark Airport and most likely Philly, I haven't been there for a while. They are so freaking scary at TSA. Yeah. I crap my pants every time and they make me so nervous that I will like leave a hair tie in my pocket or something and and then I'm like a threat immediately. It's like what's in your pocket? And then it's like they're yelling and you're and you get nervous and then you don't know where your bag is. I walked away without my bag. Right. And then it was the bad. bomb it's, squad gets called because there's a bag alone. Every time and I try and I try and do my best. To not make extra work for anyone. I, I want to follow the rules and I want to listen and I want to not hold up the line. That's my goal every time I go through security. But they stress me out so much that I get flustered and then I don't know what I'm doing. My, I black out and then something is wrong. Like I didn't take the right thing out of my bag. Mm -hmm. But then when you go to wherever you're flying and you go through their security to come home, they are as sweet as can be. And they're cracking jokes, and they're just la-di-da, no one's rushing you. And the lines, I swear to God, move so fast because everyone is at ease. Yes. First of all, I'm always sweating through TSA and through You're airports. You're always sweating, period. <laughs> right. But there's something, there's a special kind of sweat that happens <laughs> oh. at TSA because you feel like you're doing something wrong, mm -hmm. regardless of what you're doing. And I've just like come to the conclusion that it's you're better off just leaving your stuff in the, your bag and if it goes through they're just going to search it anyway I'm right <laughs> so I, I mean i take my shoes off my belt if i have one mm -hmm. and then everything else out the pockets but you know what you're right like everywhere else that i've flown their airports are like a breeze you just walk right through yeah and they're not yelling at anyone it's i it's something with newark i don't know if it's like all east coast but I think it's just major terrifying. airports. And at the same time, I I understand why they would be frustrated because people don't know what they're doing. But you, you have to expect that that's going to come with the job. You cannot expect someone who flies once every five years to know, oh, I need to take my hoodie off here. I didn't need to take it off at the other airport, but they will rip your head off about it. Yeah. You know, as if you you should already know anything. Like, come on. I pull it together or or you ask them a question and they just stare off in the distance blatantly ignoring you <laughs> and then when you need ha when you do it wrong they'll yell at you like they want to ignore you so that you don't know what you're doing so they can yell at you 
Yeah. So shout out to Newark. You guys are killing it. <laughs> I think it's a major airport thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you go to LAX in Los Angeles, it's probably mm-hmm. the same exact. It must be. They just have so many Yeah. people flooding in all the time. Like JFK Airport in New York. Mm-hmm. That one's miserable too. Yeah. And Philly is miserable. But I've flown out of Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And that one's the greatest airport. Like you, yeah. just, you just walk in TSA. There's like no one there. Oh, wow. It's great. Yeah, I I just, I feel like they could have a little empathy for the people going through the line. Yeah. And it would go a lot better. But at the same time, I get frustrated when like there's a long line of people and they're like taking their time. Uh-huh. You just got to go. You just like, got to push yourself, like get through it. <laughs> that You just got to just basically strip down, take everything off and just go stand in line. <laughs> That's the move. <laughs> With sweat pouring down the sides <laughs> of your <laughs> you down your sides. Yeah. You got the backpack back sweat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My one friend, every time I travel with him, they always pull him to the side. Why? I does he know. look shady? I don't think so, but I guess he does. Wow. Leaving Arizona in the airport, they there was a, a sectioned off part of security and you had to walk through with the the dog there mm-hmm. smelling things yep and um the the security guard or the police officer who looked very intimidating like i was ready to cry just him looking at me <laughs> and he's like you both have to walk through shoulder to shoulder all the way through and i took that literally like i my shoulder has to touch dan's shoulder who is like a foot <laughs> taller than me so <laughs> you're standing on your tippy toes <laughs> i was sta- i was like pushing against dan's arm i thought our shoulders had a touch and i was on my toes walking <laughs> through this line and dan was like kind of getting ahead of me and i was like trying to stay up and um yeah so i probably looked like a lunatic what they meant was just don't walk one in front of the other that's right. all he's, he meant. But I was already <laughs> flustered about going through t- security. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, TSA is crazy. Like, I have I have stories from around the world. Like, TSA, mm-hmm. I think I shared one before. Like, I, it was in, in China. Can't remember which airport it was. That one was brutal because nothing's in English. Mm. And so imagine the stress that you have now mm-hmm. and the people yelling and... Oh, God being mean but it, none of it's in english the signs oh, no. aren't in english <laughs> so yeah, it's like me up. and my friends they split us up into two separate lines oh, our, no. our cell phones don't work at this airport right uh-huh so there's no communication so you can't google uh, it's not even that it's like oh are they they split us up where we couldn't even see each other so to oh, find each other again yeah was just a whole thing and i remember this this lady was in front of me she had this like little bag of jewelry uh-huh she must have got it from like her mom or something she was visiting mm-hmm. and it was just like a little bag full of maybe like bracelets and you know stuff like that yeah and the tsa Literally dumped it out, like flipped it over and dumped it out. I think I told the story before. No, I don't think you did. I know you didn't. Okay. I would remember it. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she literally, she was just like in shock of what was going on. Yeah. They dumped it out. It was just like, you know, things bouncing around everywhere. Meanwhile, there's people behind her still trying to like push through TSA. And it was just like, you know, I can't do anything to help her. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. They probably yell at you. Yeah. You just keep moving and um, yeah. 
Yikes. So TSA here is stressful, but it's it's worse when you can't understand them. I would just never get home. I would just I would be living in China because I just wouldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, and I, at the time I had like this little drone I was taking with me, mm-hmm. and I was so scared I was going to get like taken into yeah. a, a, a different room because of this drone. Right, but they didn't bother with it. No. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's 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 a scary time out there. <laughs> TSA, very yeah. scary. Have you ever seen those um those videos of what TSA finds no. in bags? No. I think there's a whole YouTube channel that goes over like things TSA has found. I got, well, well, I got so flustered that I left my bag and cause I got whatever came through, but they kept my bag. So it didn't come through. So I didn't take it or think of it. And I went and I got my shoes on. And I was like, oh shoot, my bag. It was like a shoulder bag. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I saw them hold it up when I was walking back they held it up and they're like bag I was like yeah and apparently I walked into the security section <laughs> I didn't see there was a barricade or anything I just walked back there like oh I'm sorry I forgot my bag and he's like get back get back and I was like oh my god and then <laughs> I got on your head <laughs> yeah so I got back and he kept screaming like get back get back and I'm like did somebody put like a gun in my bag like I was right. freaking out because I went through that very thoroughly there was nothing illegal in there or any like sh- little shampoo bottles or anything right. and he was like going through everything he's like um do you have a rock in here and I was like no and then I'm like is he talking about crack <laughs> like I don't know what if I did have a rock in there is that okay I don't know and then <laughs> I was like, I don't, it, I have like a pair of headphones. He's like, it's not the electronics, ma'am. It's the organics and inorganics. So I'm like, I have organic apples in there. <laughs> and he looked at me like he was going to rip my head off. Like it right. was, I, then I just stopped talking. I'm like, okay, go through my, I, it was literally apples, um, some snack bars, a book and my wallet. I'm like, okay, dude, just go off then. If you need to take your anger out on someone, I guess it's me. But there's literally nothing in there that would have flagged anything. You're allowed to take food. Yeah. I still don't understand what happened and I didn't want to ask. So I just left. Just move on. I should have just left my bag there. (laughs) You know what? You guys can keep it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I have some like interesting... TSA stories, but most of them are just like a TSA episode next time. Yeah, most of them are just like either a friend getting taken or you know stuff like that. And I've just international travel is always worse. Yeah, like domestically, it's you know it's a little stressful, but it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. International, it's just like yeah, especially now, it just makes me not want to go anywhere. Honestly, yeah, it's rough. To to add insult to injury after our flight, and it always goes like this. When your flight's delayed, there's going to be a million other things that mm-hmm. also go wrong. And so it kept getting delayed more by like 20 minutes every time. And then when we finally landed, a plane was in our way, of course. So we sat there another 30 minutes. We approach the thing where you can, they hook up to the tube thing where you get off. Yep. And everyone gets their bags out. We're all ready to go. And they're like, if everyone could just sit uh, take a seat, put your bags away, 
or no, they said stow your bags. We need to get people off the plane or something like that. And everyone at this point was about to like completely lose their minds, including me. Yeah. Like I'm a very patient person, but it gets to the point where you're so sleep deprived and starving. You have to pee because you're like, I can hold it till we land. Yep. And then you're sitting there another half hour and then they tell you to put your bags back in the overhead bin and sit down. Uh. That's the worst. I was like, I, 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 then a cop had to get on the plane. I mean, it was just a mess. It Sounds a like mess. a mess. Yeah. What, who'd you fly or what, what airline? United. Okay. Are they bad? That's actually, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> I usually have good experience. I don't know. Well, we, and we were a little late taking off too because from Newark, because Kamala Harris apparently had to land, uh, her Air Force Two had to come in. So they had to stop all traffic. Thank you, Kamala. <laughs> Thank you. You can't fly economy. <laughs> right. God. <laughs> economy plus at least. Yeah. Give me a break. Extra leg room. <laughs> it's like luxury. So how was the marathon though? It was really fun. I mean, for me, because I, I wasn't running it. I was just, yeah. I made um, four signs and we filmed a ton. We have like hundreds of clips from that day. And, well, I guess the whole trip, actually. But I know Molly Seidel ran it, um, so she was one of the pros. I don't know. They didn't have, like, that great of a system where you could find and track people. And then when you did track someone, like, I didn't get any of the text alerts. But it ended up, like, it was pretty hot, I thought. But I guess a lot of those people are used to, like, the dry running in the dry heat. It was beautiful, though. Like, I've never been to Arizona before. Me neither. So I was very impressed impressed at the the cacti and the mountains yeah i heard it's really nice over there it's really pretty fun people everyone was so nice um all the runners did amazing um there was this i want to give a shout out to martin i was trying to wait for him at the finish line so we were meeting off and on one of our friends that was running and just to see if she needed anything. And I was getting footage of her running. And so she passed at mile 20. We let her like move on. And then this guy came up to Dan as we were walking away. He's like, I need help. And this this other girl with us, she's an EMT. And she was like, oh, no, because apparently she attracts all these people that like either face plant in front of her or they choke or something whenever she's out. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, no, here we go. But he went up to Dan. He's like, I need help. Can you loosen my shoelaces? I can't I can't bend down to loosen them. He was like a bigger guy. And Dan, like, without hesitation, was just, like, untying his shoes, <laughs> loosening them. <laughs> and I'm trying to tell him, like, yeah, put your toe back. Like, the front of his calves were cramping up. I'm like put your put your toe back and kind of like you're dragging the tip of your foot forward and he was like really hurting but i hope i'm i'm sure he finished i i tried to creep and like look up mart martin on mm-hmm. there and there was a one that fit his description and he did finish in pretty good time too so good yeah job. shout out to martin hopefully he's listening yeah <laughs> did, was did he know who you guys were or no no <laughs> Oh, okay. So this is this is just a random guy. <laughs> yeah, just a random guy, and he saw Dan and just looked like I can trust this man with my shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, shout out Martin and shout out Dan. Mm-hmm. Teamwork makes the dream work. It must have been nice, like spectating and not running, though. Yeah, I could not run in that heat. I could run maybe like maybe a half 
and and that. But I mean, it was in the eighties. The sun's just beating down on you.、Mm-hmm. It did start at six thirty a.m., so it was cooler. But、right. oh man, that's I couldn't. I just had fun cheering, and some people recognized me, so we got to get pictures and stuff. And I felt like I cheered them up because, like, if I saw someone along the race route and I was like dead tired, and I、yeah. saw someone I follow on social media and they were cheering, I would be like, "Oh my god!" It would give、right. me like it would give me energy. I feel like right for a little gets bit gets you through. Yeah, so that made me happy to do that. I would love to go to more races and do that,、mm-hmm. especially、yeah. ones where it's not like New York City where they're completely lining the streets the entire way. Because I felt like that's how this one was. There weren't many people out at all, right? And if they were, they were waiting for their one person, and that person would come by, and they'd be like, "Wow!" And then they would run by, and then those people would leave. Yeah. But we were cheering for like thousands of people, <laughs> <laughs> right? At、did、each you, spot. Did you? So you kept like moving with the runners. Yeah, we went to like four or five different points along, and we stayed at each one for like twenty minutes. And cheered on everyone that went by.、Hmm. It was really fun. It sounds fun. Yeah, just the whole travel part was not. I like traveling. I just don't like the airport. That's what I mean. Like that、yeah. part was not fun, but the everything else. Like so, we when we were finished doing that, we wanted to fit as, as much into the day as possible. So we were like asking random people where we should go hike and. Mm-hmm. Um, then we would just like find random places to eat and film. And what I liked about Phoenix is you can be in the city, and the city is built around these big like rock formations and mountains. And you can just park your car, and there's a trail up to any single one. Like you could go eat, have some drinks, go park your car at the bottom of a mountain, and walk up and like have a nice lookout. That's、in、cool. the city, like that, that I don't know. I thought that was really cool. I never that saw that、cool. before. I feel like Colorado was similar.、Mm, okay, I mean, I think I might go to Leadville in August. I don't know yet. Where's that? I don't even know. Well, it's Colorado, but I don't、oh, know、okay. exactly where in Colorado.、Okay. I just、yeah. know it's very high elevation, and I might get altitude sickness. All right. Yeah, so that's cool. All right, I want to rant about something again. Oh, go ahead. So I I told you about this eBay return, right? Uh. What do you? Oh, oh, yeah. You didn't talk about that yet on here. No, I didn't, because this was like early last week. Yeah. I've mentioned before. I sell stuff on eBay. I sold something in December, and it was okay. It was just Hot Wheels, right? Just like one Hot Wheels car. In、Everyone、the package. Everyone knows what they look like. It's just yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. It's in the package. So this person bought it in December. In January, they were like, "Okay, I want to return this item." I was like, "All right." I mean, it's a seven, eight dollar item. It's not. It's not、yeah. that big of a deal. So I was like, "Okay, I'll just accept the the return." It gets to me last week, and the way this was packaged, <laughs> you're gonna have to put a picture on Instagram because I have I've literally never seen anything packaged this bad in my life. But to be clear, you sent it to her. Or him in in a box. Oh yeah, like yeah, it was I, in the package, but you put it in a box. I put it in a separate box. I put、yeah. paper around it, cushioned、yeah. it, you know,、yeah. very nicely packed and shipped. I mean, the level of disrespect <laughs> <laughs> of this packaging. <laughs> Try and explain it though. Okay, so <laughs> imagine you print. The postage, just a piece of paper from a regular printer. Okay, you just take that piece of paper and you are you tape it to 
the Hot Wheels car. The package of the Hot Wheels car, like the cardboard with packing tape, right? Yes, with packing tape. They like wrapped it around a couple times <laughs> on the piece of paper, which is the, you know, the part that the post office scans, the mm-hmm. postage. Yeah. And that's it. That was the that was the whole. <laughs> so there. So if, when you take it off, it's now ruined because if someone wants that, they're buying it because it's in the package, and the package is going to be all ripped because the tape yeah, is going to so take it off. the The item is completely ruined. I mean, mm-hmm. not even just from that, right? If you remove the tape, of course, the cardboard backing of the Hot Wheels is destroyed. People are buying mm-hmm. it. The only value of that Hot Wheels car is because it was new in the package. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it is that it just went through the whole like postal system. Getting smashed and everything. <laughs> Getting smashed, unprotected. And it's so rude. I don't know. When I saw it, like it just made my blood boil. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so mad. And I was like, I'm going to go fight on eBay now to make sure this person does not get their money back. Because yeah. I don't care if it's, doesn't matter. It's the principle of it. I was just like so frustrated with the way it was packaged, but it made me laugh. They do that to other people like that. Someone should, you can't, I feel like there's a point where you can't just let people get away with stuff like that because it wasn't like a financial hit to you. But what if it was to someone else? Right. And that's just not right. I, I was just thinking like, what could this compare to? And the only thing I could think of is if you were to like mail a letter and you just decided, I'm not going to put this in an envelope. Right. <laughs> You're just going to put a stamp on the, the physical letter itself and just yeah. throw it in the mail. And well, that's on like it. flimsy paper, not even a postcard. Yeah. I think postcards are wild because anyone yes. can see what you write on there. Right. And yeah, and they know where it's going and everything. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny to me. But yeah, it would be like you wrote a letter on just regular paper. Yep. And... No, not even that, though, because like if the letter got damaged, you could still read it. But this is like the thing is damaged and you can't. It's useless. Right. So what I did was first I took a picture of it, like a couple pictures, and I sent them to the person that bought the item. And I was just like, I just was so curious, like what was going in? through your head when you ship this. Yeah, can so you I walk sent- me through the steps that you took? <laughs> so I just sent them a message. I was like, did you ship this item like this? If so, can you please explain why? <laughs> like, why did you do this? Did they get back to you? <laughs> of course they did not answer. And then I opened a case with eBay. Mm-hmm. I was talking to like the customer service at eBay and they ended up refunding me the money. And mm-hmm. but I still think they they gave the money to the other person too. Oh, it just didn't come right. out of my pocket. It came out of their pocket. And do, do people on eBay like so she has an account where she buys things. Yeah. Can a seller like say she does this repeatedly to people, can sellers like kind like rate buyers or no? Yes, you can. And this person has like 1400 reviews and they're all very positive. Really? Yeah. That was the shocking part was like, okay, this is an established person that buys here all the time. I don't know if they got this as like a Christmas gift for someone and that person didn't want it. And they were like, you know what? I want my $7 back. Yeah. I don't know. Um, But why would you ship it that way? It just blows my mind. Like some of that shipping, the packaging materials free at the post office. Just put it in an envelope at least. Well, she gets one star. One star. 
poopy butthole stink. Yeah, poopy butthole stink. <laughs> the only Sucked. thing I can think of is if she got it for somebody else and shipped it to them or had it shipped to them. And they were like, oh, I already have this one. And she's like, okay, well, I'll email you the return label. And so maybe it wasn't right. even her that did it. That's that's definitely possible. It was another dumb dumb. That's definitely possible. But and we're just talking smack on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's more about like the way it was packaged just made me angry, but also mm-hmm. like I was like, Oh, this is good podcast material. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. I've never seen anything like that. You me said neither. we have to put it on Instagram, like the picture you sent me, that's wild. Yeah, I'll I'll we'll post it like that Monday when this goes up. Yeah. The next thing I wanted to mention was, so our last two TikTok videos, mm-hmm. they went, I, I wouldn't say viral, but like they were, they were pretty good for like our account. I think they're around like 15,000 views, something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. But the one, the one video about us talking about the Super Bowl. Did that get worse? Just the, the comments from that. Yeah. I was just... I was just like, where, what for you page is this landing on? So I, yeah, it, it got on um, the the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Wordle did well, and that's a very like wholesome um, comment section. I feel like yeah, it's just it's just people saying like what, what words they, they use. use. Yeah, and so when we mentioned the halftime show. Oh, wow. So 16,000. 20 shares. Yeah, that's good. Um, so oh, there's still people that were commenting on it yesterday. Yeah, last night. Well, but, there's, um, some, there's some positive comments. Yeah, I would say most of them are. But when you, when you told me to look at them, they were rolling in not good. Yes. <laughs> it was getting political, and, and I did not think that could be political but apparently anything can yeah i mean of course it can it's just just because of like because it's rap i mean let's get real that's why Mm -hmm. yeah and and some people were like oh you know i don't want rap i want paul mccartney back you know it's like okay well you got to split it up right you can't be that style of music every time there's other people in america that like different kinds of music yeah can't always get what you want but if you try sometimes you just might find you get what you need (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you watch the halftime show or no? No. <laughs> well, you were on a plane, but yeah. I mean, go watch it on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay. Just to... How many stars would you rate it? I, would, I mean, nostalgia value, mm-hmm. it's probably like a solid eight. Wow. Yeah. What about, was there dancing? Yeah, there was dancing. Were there but, costumes? But, you know, it's mostly like the backup dancers were dancing, not, you know, like Eminem's not dancing. Right. <laughs> I would, I would, I would like to see that. Snoop Dogg was crip walking. Nice. It was cool, but um, I don't want to talk about that. I was just, I just wanted to bring up our comment section. Like, it's funny that something like, such... so like we thought that video was gonna do so well because everyone would be like, "Oh, I like so and so," or right, you know, and I don't know, just whatever. All we were saying was like, "Look at these people that are doing the halftime show, and we think it's a good decision." Yeah, and That's people it. did not like that. And, they did and not people like were that. still mad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, this, I'm not going to watch it. Bring back uh, Bruno Mars or something. Right. It's like, okay, well, that was 2014. I didn't watch the halftime show, but I did see, um, you know, posts on Instagram and I was just scrolling mindlessly. You mm-hmm. know who was totally like living it up at at the Super Bowl? Who? Martha Stewart. Oh, yeah. 
I did see a picture of her. She was like all over the place with all her famous, not likely famous friends. She's and I just love Snoop. that. I I I just love that Snoop Dogg was the one to save her career. I think that's funny. Yeah, I mean that. Where where else are you going to find that but America? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. So can can I go back to the PGA Tour for a second? I just want to mention one more thing. So. Um, this was one. This was the one in Arizona, obviously that that was there the same weekend as us. Mm-hmm. And I always thought I was under the impression that golf was um, for people like you know in their sixties, seventies um, that wear the khakis and the polos and yeah. they frown a lot. And that's who I pictured at, in a golf audience. But these people, like the footage that I saw, and the people that were like sharing, um, you know, like shuttles with us and things like that that we're talking about going they were all like dude bros like beer drinking yeah you know um fishing <laughs> yeah I know, I know i know what you're talking about yeah like backwards visor guys yes they were like the loud whooping up like cheering uh throwing beers mm-hmm. and that is like acceptable at this stuff or at least at this one. Someone did mention this is like the biggest party one. And I just cannot, for the life of me, equate partying with golf. It, I, I cannot, it does not compute, no matter how like, hard I try. I feel like within the last couple of years, golf has become like younger. Okay. Like there's, there's a lot of YouTube channels popping up of like younger guys just golfing. It's like golfing and with that lifestyle that you're talking about. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, I would not think that. I'm not a big golf fan. I just don't like the... Waiting. The Not just that, it's like the, you have to dress a certain way to play it and you have to, and yeah. if you don't, they kind of like frown upon it and it's just like, I don't, I don't like yeah. that. It's like that, that culture that goes with it. Sometimes I don't like skiing for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like people, you can tell, definitely judge people on like, what skis they have, what gear they wear, right? how you ski. It's like such a, right. I don't know, like a hoity-toity judgy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I just have like one bad experience, I think. And that's kind of that's what clouding my it. judgment a little bit. <laughs> now, my friend's dad was part of this like country club and he mm-hmm. there's like this putting area and it's by his house. And he was like, oh, we can just go over here. My dad's a member. We'll just putt, you know. And I think we were like, this was like after school. So we Mm -hmm. were wearing jeans or something, sweatshirts, hoodies, whatever. And we go there and we're just not literally not doing anything but putting, like not Mm -hmm. doing anything stupid, not not playing wrong or anything. And these guys come out of the house and whatever the, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. The club. And they come and basically like, not yell at us, but like, oh, you guys need to leave. Like, who do you know here? Why are you guys here? You shouldn't be here. Oh. Um, You know, that whole... I hate that. And we were just like, okay, like, we'll leave. But it's not like we were in anyone's way. Yeah. There was no one else there. Get them on the podcast. This was years ago. But since then, I was like, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's why this is non-members only. It's not members only. I don't want members here. Get out of here, members. But don't, though, honestly. Stay. We need everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We need every single listener. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm not really surprised by your your PGA uh, dude bro, guys. I feel like it's becoming more common. 
Yeah, that's wild. I really had no clue. Hey, good, good for them though. You know, everyone needs something. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of like smoking cigars, drinking. Okay. Yeah. Because I've I've gone for work a couple times, and that's literally、mm-hmm. guys just get beers. They'll have a cigar and like either talk about work or complain about something, usually family related. So it's um, it's just like a way to say I'm. Like instead of being like I'm going to the bar, it's、yeah. more, like a more acceptable thing to do. Like I'm right, going and you're、golfing. outside, so、yeah. it, you can consider it physical activity.、Mm. I don't like saying like these general statements that like everything, everyone is like this. But from、yeah. my experience, that's what it was like. Right, but maybe yeah, I guess maybe the dude bros are changing the game. Maybe maybe we'll be golfing in a couple years <laughs> and slinging、um, beers. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you want to play some mini golf, I'm all in. Yeah, I could. I could rock a good mini golf game. And for that, I will dress professionally. Oh hell <laughs> yeah! I'm gonna bring a. I'm bringing a golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> bringing my own putters. I need a caddy. Yeah, that should be. We should do a live podcast. Or just record a podcast while we mini golf at the shore. Yes, let's do that. Also, I think it would be funny if you and I actually went golfing, like real golfing. Yes, I've always like, wanted to, but I don't think、cart. I could get the ball far enough to get anywhere. <laughs> Or just go and like pretend like just hit the ball, not know where it went, but pretend <laughs> we do know where it went, and just drive to the next hole. Honestly, the best part about it is driving that golf cart. I want to do that so bad. That's. By far the best part is just、yeah. cruising around in that. Yeah, let's go golfing. Tea time. There's there's probably a course on on LBI, isn't there? In LBI, probably. They have all、there's, the accommodations. There's got to be. All right, I feel like we should move on. Do you、mm-hmm. want to talk about this shopping cart? I would like to talk about Michael Shore's book that I just bought on Amazon.、Okay. Haven't read it yet. It's called. So I was listening to a podcast, and he was he was a guest, and the book is called "How to Be Perfect: The Correct Answer to Every Moral Question," and the title is supposed to be like facetious and you know make you be like, "What the hell is this guy? Like, who does he think he is?" Right. But so it's it's. The podcast I was listening to, he discusses ethics and all this stuff, but in a really digestible way. It's not like you're listening to a philosophy professor, right? You know, and like really dry. Well, this because this, boring. So I'm curious to read it because he did say it's like entertaining and everything. But I feel like when when we were talking earlier about the halftime show of the Super Bowl, and people are like, "Well, it wasn't good," or "I'm not watching because it's not Paul Simon" or whatever.、Mm-hmm. It's like if if the more we can understand where people are coming from with differing opinions, or just understand that everyone has an opinion, the better off we'll be. And like he used this example that really like crapped on himself here, and it was a very like humble thing to do. But I have to tell this quick story because I I found it so interesting. This was during Hurricane Katrina, and it was like when all that was happening in you know our country, and it was everyone was trying to like do good and、yeah. figure out how you can help. So this guy's wife was going like one mile per hour; she was rubbernecking and bumped into the car in front of her, and like a cop came over. There was no damage seen, and. They, but they still exchange information. They went about their way. Days later, they get this bill for eight hundred thirty-six dollars, and the guy was so angered by this, and he's like, 
in this time where people like don't have homes and they're, you know, dying and all this stuff, you're gonna be worried about like a little, you know, dent or scratch in your bumper. Like, um, and he went to the guy and he's like, listen, I am not paying this. I can't believe you would think like this. Like, how about we call it even if I donate this $836 to the Red Cross? And the guy was like, gonna, I guess, think about it or something, but he's like, probably not, honestly. And so anyway, this this Michael Shore guy whose wife bumped into the other guy, he Mm -hmm. went and he wrote this blog post. This was like when people would do that thing sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And there weren't that many blogs. And his ended up just like going viral. And it hit like celebrities. And they were like, I'll donate $10,000. And it just got out of hand to where like national news, like all these news outlets were calling this guy, wanted to interview for him or interview him for their shows. And he got home the one day and his wife was like, this feels wrong. Like, we are not good people for doing this. And he was like, I feel the same, but I don't know why it's wrong. And so he like he would call all these like philosophy professors and just like experts in the field because he wanted to understand. He's like, I feel like I'm doing something right, but it feels wrong and I don't know why it's wrong. And basically, most of them said, just because you don't value a car doesn't mean that he can't value his car. And like, so, so long story short, he ended up explaining to this Michael Schur guy, he's like, listen, I have kids and everything of mine gets ruined. The house gets ruined. All my stuff gets broken. The one thing I have is my car. And I took it to the shop. They said this was the cost. I didn't make it up. I was being very honest. And I think, like, then that guy finally realized, like, oh, I need to get off my high horse here just because Mm -hmm. I think, like, oh, this money should be donated to the Red Cross doesn't mean that this guy shouldn't get his bumper to have his car how he wants it, you know? And it was just, like, that type of story. I feel like people are really, like, high and mighty especially now, about their Mm -hmm. opinions. And they're not, like, taking into account any other situations or or, um, people's... Yeah, so I I just wanted to share that that I am going to read this book and maybe we could start a book club on the podcast. I would like to read more. Mm -hmm. I just don't do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, when do you read? I So I don't read... First of all, I don't read fast because I forget that I'm reading a lot Mm -hmm. and then I have to go back and read the same page. Yeah, I zone out mid-sentence. Right, Right. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And then before I know it, I'm done two pages and I'm like, whoa, I was reading. (laughs) So yeah, it takes me a long time, but it's a good way for me to wind down at night instead of looking at my phone because I'm such a light sleeper Mm -hmm. that any of that, like, blue light or screen time before bed will affect it. And I'll be up to like one in the morning, cry laughing at TikToks, and then I'm tired in the morning. So I go up at like, you know, say 10 o'clock, for example, and then I'll read until I get really drowsy and I just fall asleep. So that's the only time I read. I think that's what I got to start doing because I Mm -hmm. I have books that are like on my shelf that I want to read. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, oh, there's no time. 
but maybe instead of looking at my phone yeah before bed I'd, i'll just uh i don't even put my phone like easily accessible next to me i plug it in and i put it like on the ground away from me so mm-hmm. i can't be like oh i want to google that thing and then before you know it you're on tiktok or instagram or something right yeah i'm i'm on youtube watching weird videos yeah then you send them to me and i go in a rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, I like that story. Yeah, it was very, it was just eye opening that because I feel like it's very easy to think that we are right and we're morally superior sometimes. Yeah. But he came up with a lot of things too. Like we should be questioning ourselves all the time. Like I personally, if I leave a tip in a jar, I don't wait for the person to turn around to see. But he was saying that he does that. Like this ethical moral guy he's Mm -hmm. like and he questioned himself about it he's like why do i need them to see me give a tip i should give the tip in you know because they deserve a tip right i shouldn't get praise for giving a tip you know right yeah i don't know so it was just really interesting he sold me on the book so i'm gonna read this book and i will give updates so what is it called again um how to be perfect the correct answer to every moral question so this is the creator of The Good Place. Did you ever watch that show? I haven't, but I've, I know what it is. So before, or when I heard this podcast, I, I looked it up. I watched, I started watching the first episode on Netflix on the plane. Mm-hmm. And I like the concept of it. I think if I had more time to watch TV, I would definitely do that. You guys are deep into Better Call Saul right now? Oh, we finished it. We finished it and didn't realize it was the last episode. And it ended and I was like, oh. There's not another one. I understand why it ended there, but I thought it was going to keep going. Right. Now, were you Breaking Bad fans? Oh, yeah. That's why we okay. started watching it. Okay. And yeah. Dan just found a movie or a show or something that follows, it's like a spinoff for Jesse's story. Yeah, El Camino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you see that? Yeah, we watched that. Yeah. Was it good? It's all right. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to watch um, it then. You should watch it just because of the characters. <laughs> Okay. It's like it's a good like ending to Jesse's story because they didn't really finish that in Breaking Bad. Okay. So, you know, if you're a fan of those characters, like go ahead, you know. Yeah. Better Call Saul is something we started a while ago and we just never finished it. Yeah. I think we were like waiting weekly for the episodes and we we're like, this is annoying. I don't want to yeah. do this. Same. I think we, yeah, I forget why, but we just like forgot about it, I guess. So yeah, it was, that was like, I feel like five years ago or something. Right. No, same thing. Literally yeah. the same. But it's it it was good enough for me to watch. Like I watched the whole thing episodes through without getting up. So you know it's good. Yeah, that's impressive. That's a yeah. barometer from now on. Right, is, right. Can Aaron sit through it? <laughs> yeah. Yes or no? <laughs> right. It's very accurate. Something that you said earlier when you're like, uh, I I want to read more. Or what did you say? I want to read more. I said I want to read more, but I just, I don't. <laughs> I just like don't that. or something. So what's the guy, the skinny guy on the Always Sunny podcast? What's his name? Uh, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> he's like, um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of witches that are doing, you know, really <laughs> yeah. good things. I'm just not sure that they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The actor's name is Glenn. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he plays Glenn. Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. So he's He's Dennis. so funny in that podcast. Yeah. Because like. He's unhinged about things. all the time. Yeah. He really is unhinged. Like he yeah. is his character. Yeah. He is. I want to know why they said he was starving himself. 
it's probably because he just wanted to look good. Yeah, they really shot on him for that. They're like, yeah, hey, you starving yourself on the daily or so. I don't know what they said. Yeah. But I was like, oh, geez. But that, that that's literally like from an episode too. Right. Yeah, I remember that where he looks so dead. where he's like he's just trying to look good so he like doesn't eat and then he gets like really pale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that episode where he's driving on like the highway and he's eating a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear them talk about that? No. That's hilarious because apparently that really happened where he like the the actor himself was eating a bowl of cereal in the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've just got to listen. I mean, if you're a fan of It's Always Sunny, their podcast is so good. Yeah. And and I think it a lot of it's because they're sitting right there with each other. Their char- their personalities are very similar to those characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, except for Mac. I feel like his is not He's the more level-headed. His... Yeah, yeah. Um But, Glenn, but it... did you hear the story of him at the hamburger store where he was in In-N-Out <laughs> drive-through? No, that's you have to listen to that one. There's one where he's I think it's called like Mac gets in a fight at the hamburger store and it's about uh-huh. him at in in and out drive through and how no, he almost gets listen. in a fight. Oh, my God. It's so good. So I in their description, though, it says like they don't know what they're going to do for the podcast. So they're just talking about the episodes for now. Mm-hmm. But I wonder when they are just going to do a podcast. I mean, I don't care if they talk about the episodes forever because there's so many like you forget about them and then you hear them talk about it and it's like oh yeah i like those guys i like the characters Mm -hmm. they're funny and they're very open about not knowing what they were doing when they created that show like they killed off a character and they were like why did we do that like we could have yeah yeah they killed off the mom or something yeah like she was so good we could have used her all throughout these seasons but we killed her and now we can't <laughs> right yeah I, I i like that part of it as well like i like the creative process of them mm-hmm. just struggling and figuring it out and then telling old stories of like how things came to be yeah it's cool i would love to see their bloopers i don't know if i ever saw their like if they have bloopers anywhere you've never the ones seen they their talking, bloopers i don't think so oh my god sam and i will be dying laughing more at the bloopers than at the actual show I can tell it would be like that because they mentioned some of the bloopers and I was laughing just hearing about them. Mm-hmm. They so, just they just um, ad lib a lot. So they're just constantly like riffing and making new lines. And yeah, those are the ones that get cut out because they're laugh in the middle of the line. Right. <laughs> Where do you, did you watch finish them? the season? Yeah. OK. What did you ask me? Where do you watch the bloopers? Just like on YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. Okay. They post them all on YouTube. All right. I'm going to binge those later i'm like too tired to do work or clean the house or do anything i'm i need to like not use my brain for a while i think there's other other uh people starting podcasts similar to what sunny is doing like there's a show new girl with zoe deschanel is that good why do i always hear about new girl i feel it's like it's actually to watch... very funny it's is very it? funny yeah like sam and i love that show it's our comfort show wow i feel like i tried to watch it and i just could not for some reason so that's the, that's the thing like the first couple episodes are kind of like the, again with it's very similar to sunny like they didn't know what they were doing okay they're still feeling out the characters they had characters there that they weren't sure like are they supposed to be the serious character are they supposed to be funny like yeah. you can tell they're still kind of working it out okay i know like it it seems like it's gonna be like a rom com or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I but think that's why I kind of got away from it because There's don't like pieces that. of that throughout. You know, um, on United, and I'm sure every airline, 
they have the screens, you know, on the seats, and you can watch yeah. whatever they have on DirecTV. Or, like, they'll have movies and TV and stuff. I spent, like, an hour scanning through every <laughs> single thing and could not find one thing to watch, even in the background. Couldn't possibly stand to have it on. <laughs> That's not a good quality to have. Everyone right. else found something within like two minutes. The girl next to me was watching like some royal family thing. Yeah. Dan was watching who knows what, some action thing. Yeah. The guy in front of me was watching some National Geographic documentary and I'm just sitting there fuming. <laughs> like why don't they have Dope Sick on here? Because I'll get obsessive about something. Mm -hmm. Like I want to watch Dope Sick so bad. And what that's that? like it's the documentary about the how um, that started the whole oxycotton, like the um, oh, okay. opioid epidemic, yeah, yeah. and the like how the pharmaceutical company was involved and everything, and it's only on Hulu. So I'm just sitting there, pissed off. I knew anything that I turned on, I just wouldn't like, and I won't be able was to not sit dope through sick. it. It was not, yeah, and I was, <laughs> I was angry. And but the other thing was there, there were a couple things. That I thought, oh, I've heard about that. Maybe I could try and watch it, mm -hmm. but I knew it would make me cry because um, right. I cry. You don't need at, that. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna sit here on a plane and cry. I can't control it. And then Dan's gonna be embarrassed. Right. So I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. Can't hang. Yeah. Well, there's always sunny episodes you can rewatch. Yeah, they didn't have that either. All right. Um, should we move on to no bad, no sad? Let's do it. No bad, no sad. So this first story I sent you earlier in the week, and I've been saving it to talk about because I think it's hilarious. Museum guard in Russia draws eyes on painting valued at $1 million because he was bored. <laughs> so did he know, did he know that that was a $1 million painting or did he just think that was part of the wall or something? Like, how do you not know, first of all, but. Well, he's, he's a security guard at a museum. Right. Which, and he thought he could just do that and no one would notice? <laughs> I don't know. And the eyes, like the picture that, first of all, the painting is very like, there's not much to it, right? Oh, yeah. I remember this. Okay. And then, so he just takes, oh, it's wow. just like two dots <laughs> for the eyes. Like, it's not like he drew detailed eyes. He just drew two dots. Oh, wow. I need to, I need to understand what was going through his mind. I don't know. On being asked, he said to have become bored on the first day of his duty. <laughs> so maybe he didn't know much about art. He just thought, oh, a kid painted this. Look at this. Just ovals. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's just ovals. Yeah. And semicircles. Like right. Anyone, if I put eyes on this, someone can make a new one. Right. Says he drew cartoon eyes on the painting valued at about $1 million. The painting was titled Three Figures. That's such a creative name. Three figures, I know. The drawing is also very creative. The fact that it's valued at one million blows my mind. Yeah, I'm going to tell Lily, start cranking these things out, man. Right. Um, well, the guy was fired. I just want to put a disclaimer in here. Um, we know nothing. and We are very aware that we know nothing, especially about <laughs> art. <laughs> we should say that at the top of the show as well. Right. Number one disclaimer. internet audio show, we also know nothing. Oh, His motives are still unknown. I don't think that I don't think this guy had any motives. Some kind of lapse in sanity. I agree that. I agree with that. Like he, I could see myself being so bored that you start to lose sense of reality. Mm -hmm. Like I've been there many times. 
and he's just like i'm i'm gonna draw yeah just like an impulse like he couldn't control the impulse right yeah i don't know i probably felt good just to just to do it and you know what i personally think it should be now it should now be valued at two million i think it looks better with the eyes yeah it looks way better (laughs) i think he did a great job perfect placement (laughs) yeah maybe draw a hat next time yeah i think he should just keep going with it it's his now well they're gonna spend three thousand three hundred dollars to restore it and you can bring it to me. I have an eraser and pay me <laughs> yeah, I mean, 3000 It looks like it's, it was in pencil or something like that. It doesn't look like it was a, with a Sharpie. Right. They can get that off there. They don't need three grand. Right. Well, Again, I know value nothing. to $1 million, I'm sure they, they got like some professional guy to do it. Yeah, with his little eraser and a, <laughs> and a headlamp. <laughs> it's got a magic eraser. <laughs> Dude, those things are magic. I don't know what is in them probably really bad stuff i should wear gloves but that gets anything off of anything your kids drawing on walls over there drawing on walls or are they also climb up the walls like in the um the doorways the mm-hmm. door jam whatever that's called yep they'll put you know their legs and hands out and yeah i used to do that go up it yeah so obviously there's like footprints and handprints all up it so every week right. i just go with the magic eraser <laughs> <laughs> i'm happy for this guy not really he got fired uh the security guard yeah the security guard got fired so hopefully you know he finds they just a... don't the, 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 whoever fired him just doesn't understand art yes I and agree. i think he should just he or she should just educate yourself if this happened in america people would value it higher yeah oh that explains it it's not in america yeah it's not an american story yeah all right next story school assignment inspires fourth graders to protest over chocolate milk wow i haven't had chocolate milk for years you probably haven't either because your tummy. yeah no me neither i can i just say before we start this real quick i my stomach has been completely normal ever since i started eating that way and when I, I did my best in Arizona and the airport, you know, you're very limited what you can right. control. And it it like went right after a day, like on the second day I was eating out, my stomach was just like completely wrecked. <laughs> it only took <laughs> right. two days. And right. so well, yeah, if you're eating out, then you can't control anything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. There's barely any. There's like one little crumple of cheese on here, mm-hmm. you know, and oh, this doesn't have gluten, but it might have a little bit or something. Uh, You know, I did my best, but wow, it's just not the same. Okay, so um, over the years, the lessons learned in the classroom are more than the three R's that parents might recall. Recently, what are the three R's? Recycle, reduce, reuse, recycle? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. (laughs) An English assignment turned into a movement for the students to quench their thirst for chocolate milk. After reading a Scholastic News article on the removal of flavored milk from school menus, the students took a closer look at their school stance and took action to make a change. No matter which chocolate milk brand you prefer, the kids' actions are exciting. Oh. Uh, The students rallied to turn a discussion about persuasive writing arguments and counterpoints into a protest that resulted in a menu change. Okay. So they used what they were learning in English class, and they learned how to debate something and come up with arguments and they got their flavored milk back nutritious school meals don't do anyone any good if kids just throw them into the trash right that's literally a quote from this yeah i mean i feel like i don't know that's kind of weird 
It's kind of mm-hmm. weird to me that um, they try to make school lunches healthier. So just don't just don't feed them trash ingredients, but you can make them a little pizza with quality ingredients, and it can be healthy. You're still getting vitamins right. from pizza, but they make it out of like cardboard and styrofoam or something. Yes. I don't it's, know. I remember like school pizza being so bad. Yeah. So it's not like there. You, you can't force kids to eat salads. Like maybe every night for dinner, their mom makes them eat salads and they're so sick of it. And the last thing they want for lunch is a salad. Like let the kid fill up on a sandwich, but don't use, you know, Oscar Mayer bologna or something. Right. This yeah. is now an Oscar Mayer hate channel. <laughs> <laughs> we used to get Papa John's at our school. Oh, man. They would order Papa John's and then we would have to buy it by the slice. So mm. they were probably making a profit off of our... How dare they? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I haven't had chocolate milk in a while. And I think these kids rallying to get what they want in their school lunches, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Make your voices heard. Stick it to the man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not my favorite story, but I I like seeing teachers use creative ways to teach kids. And I think yeah. that that's a good thing to take away from the story. That is a good takeaway. That podcast went fast. Yeah, I feel like we have so much that was still left that we just have to save for later. Yeah. But when we were doing these to begin with, it was like pulling teeth to figure out what to say. Yeah, well that's because they, we thought we had to like stick to a topic. Right. I think once we realized we could just jump around and do whatever we want. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think there's some shout outs. Okay. Well, one person DM'd us saying that New York Times bought Wordle and they just wanted to inform us about that. Well, thank you for that. I did not know. A Chrissy and a Christy. Very, very nice. Also, Chrissy, she said that she was a little offended that you didn't know where Missouri was, but she's joking. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) And they... They also have um, long squares there for butter. Oh, okay. Long squares. Long square butter. I actually <laughs> just saw recent, this is very recently, within the last two weeks, there is now um, long square butter at, at ours as well. You mean in at PA? Our, our giant, yep. All right. Um, well, that's that's all our shout outs. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. And, and everyone else, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Only five stars welcome. Everything else is gone in the trash. All right, bye. Bye. Wow.